Righto, you legends, before we rip into another episode of the Deadass Podcast, I'd firstly like to thank our major sponsor, Country Tracker Caps, for the continued support of the podcast. You will find their merchandise at thecountrycompanies.com or if you'd like to design your own cap, head to countrytruckercaps.com. Knuckles has fired up a discount code for the pallbearers. Type in Deadass at the checkout to receive your discount. That is D-E-A-D-A-S-S. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Deadass Podcast. Deadass Podcast would like to officially announce that CTC Country Trucker Caps have jumped on board with us and have become our sponsor. It's a big shout out to Knuckles, who also hosts Proper True Yarn. Thanks to that legend. We will be having him on very shortly to share some of our stories that we've done together. Uh, maybe some of the funeral experiences and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so look out for that. And big shout out once again to Country Trucker Caps. Cheers. Welcome back to another episode of the Deadass Podcast. I'm your host, Bryzy. Uh Today, we are getting right back into the morning show. And I've got my old mate Cole back on, back by popular demand. Um, he did... Have he actually did come highly recommended um, after the first one due to his voice and whatnot? So it it, it is a good voice in the mate. Yeah, so per- I've been per- told. Perfect voice for for radio. Yeah, that's what yeah. I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> I got a face for radio. Is that what it is? That's it, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate. Um, so last time we were on, um, we 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 dove into a little bit of a background story of some of the things that you went through. Um, your experience in the fuel industry leading from when you're younger up until now, mm-hmm. um, going through some of those things there. But today, so what we've actually done is since that, our last conversation, um, we've actually had quite a few people ask us some questions, different questions, and different stuff. questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought it'd be great, mate, to, you know, because you're still actively involved in the funeral oh, yeah. industry well, as truly, well. Mate. Yeah. So, um, it'd be, I thought it'd be great to just actually, Let's go through and discuss some of those um, questions that have been answered, uh, asked and to also maybe dive in on a bit of some of that stuff and go in a bit more in depth with it so that yep. we can um, sort of inform some of the, the pallbearers. Yeah, of the, try, of the try group. and an- answer questions, mate, because there's a lot of questions out there that aren't answered. People have just got this perception of what they think or what they've been told by people that aren't in the industry. Yeah, and it seems to be the same questions all the time. Over never, and over again. Yeah, yeah, it never seems to – it seems like it's one of those questions that never seem to be answered. No, you're no. right. Exactly yeah. right, mate. So we've actually um, – we started some of the questions last time when we had Alan here. Now, unfortunately, Alan isn't here today. Um. And we sort of did a, a quick sort of get together and said, let's, let's jump on and answer some of these questions. Um, but Alan was asking about 
body preparations. Yep. And he was asking on the previous episode, so what, he was what, asking what we actually do when yeah. we receive a deceased person into our care. Yeah, and yep. I think he wanted to sort of get more of the in-depth details of that as opposed to what I sort of just brushed over it from the previous one. Yeah. Because <clears throat> people just don't know. Mm, yeah. You know, they, they see us at their, their you know, if it's if it's a home transfer or something like that or or a nursing home or, or the family are there, they just see us take the person away. Yes. And there's right. a lot more involved than us just transferring them back into our care and um, putting them in, in, in a cold room until the funeral takes place. Yeah. yeah. So, so essentially what happens is when someone passes away, mm-hmm. in most cases it's usually at a hospital, nursing home or at home. And it's usually majority of the time it's due to natural circumstances, the person's um, yeah. elderly, they've yeah. lived a life. It's, a, it's, a, it's an expected death. That's correct, yeah, yeah, expected, yes. And so what happens is we, we conduct a transfer mm-hmm. and we bring them back into our care. Yes. Now we bring them into the mortuary and what we do is they come in on a stretcher, the stretcher that was used for the transfer. Yeah. And what we do is we firstly um, make sure that they're ID'd. Yes, and always, always ID'd. They, they, they have a wrist tag on them mm-hmm. with their, their, their name, first and last name. Um, and we also record any, any valuables on the That's person. Right. Uh, whether it's um, some insignificant set of sleeper earrings or anything, we re- everything goes in our register. Yeah, that's right. All valuables, any the person, even even the clothes they're wearing, even the teeth. Because yes, the teeth as well. Because the even the clothes they they could be something special. Mm-hmm. You might even find that because in some circumstances they will have their, they might have dentures or something, and they're mm-hmm. in a. Separate, they're in their separate own container, yeah, container a, a or denture something. container. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, and they want them for for a viewing or whatever yes. the case may be. Um, so and, and we do also always request them if if we can have definitely. dentures. Yeah, because it 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 keeps the natural form a natural of the form mouth. of the face. Yeah, yeah, especially for a viewing or something like that. That's yeah. exactly right. Um, so what we try to do is um, when we bring them in and they come into our care, we like to firstly. Make sure once the valuables have been registered, the person has been ID'd and tagged as you'd mm-hmm. like a wrist tag. A wrist tag, yeah. Not yeah. not not toe tags. Not mate. toe tags. Not no. toe tags. That's no. an American thing. Yeah, yeah that's old yes. school. Yeah. Um, then they usually uh, they usually we use what we call well we call it Kalon cream. Yeah. And uh, majority or, of the time, or, or a mortuary cream of some a mortuary sort. Mortuary cream, yeah. Which is just a. a a really heavy moisturizing cream. Yeah. So we will we'll 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 put a bit on the on on the lips and the face of the person, um, on the hands, uh, any visible thing. If the person, so they, they don't sort of dry out. In, That's in, right. In a, in a cold room. Yeah. So so it's to keep the moisture. Yeah. It's to in preserve all the the, the subtleness of subtle, the, the skin. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because what happens is we. We like there's three rules that we like to mm-hmm. that we like to run with. One is sanitization. Yes. Second one is preservation. Yes. And the third one is presentation. Presentation. Yes. So those three rules apply to yes. every person when yes. we take care of a, a body if, preparation. If you, if you if you miss any one of those, the presentation can be affected. That's exactly right. So yeah. the idea behind the the Kalon cream or the vitamin E cream is just to retain, keep that presentation. Yeah. But also. Um, also, just to keep that sort of not sanitization, but just to keep that natural appearance as yeah, well, because yeah. there is that possibility that there can be a bit of drying and whatnot. So yes. you want to make sure that you keep everything, because also too, some families do like to touch. Yeah, touch when they're having a view, especially they might their want to hands touch or their something. Hand, their hands or like hold or their, their hand, cheek or their something cheek, like that. Yeah. yeah. So you Stroke want to make sure you, you make, want to make sure that they're still that they're still supple. Supple, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so that that remains that's, on that's, them. That's the first thing we do. The very first thing before yes. you do anything. So then, even then, once they're actually placed into the mortuary, they do have their hands covered with mm-hmm. Kalon cream and their face and their lips as well. Yes. Uh, and then what happens is, come the day that we need to do a preparation. Yes. So, what the first step is is obviously transferring them from the mortuary area onto yeah. the preparation table. From the cold room, basically, onto the preparation table. Yeah. Um, which is a very expensive table. Yes, it is, definitely. It, it's, it's a hydraulic table, so we can raise, lower, all that sort of thing. Uh, so once they're on their preparation table, uh, we use a, it is a, 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 
an agent called Dispray, mm-hmm. which is disinfectant spray. Um, so the so, whole sorry, yeah, the, no, you're the, right. The whole body is is sprayed down yeah, with so, that. So topical disinfectant, yes, um, um, as the first means before anything. That's the first thing, yeah. Then what we do is we make an assessment. So we go over the deceased person. Now, there could be plenty of different factors that can change the way that we need to prepare someone. They may have um, certain certain things that could be they there could be there could be a bit of distension, there could be um, sores, yeah. you know, the person discoloration, could, yeah, discoloration yeah. person could have been in bed for a long time, so they've they've had but bed sores or ulcers or whatever the case may be. They can start cannulas in. That's exactly right. So we have to make an initial assessment of what we need to do to prepare the deceased. Now, once the disinfection has taken place and we've taken care of that initial report. The, the initial sort of basically the, 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 the wash down, the sterilisation, yeah. 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 We, then, we then go down and wash the deceased. Yes. Now, um, we also wash their hair. Yep. We also, depending if it's a male we might and they want to be clean shaven, yep. we might give them a shave. Yes. Um, it might be if they've got a beard, they might need just the beard just trimmed. trimmed up a bit, yeah, yep. just to keep um, everything straight. Which, which does happen, yeah, of course, definitely. Uh, so, and then, so from that point, once we've done that, you what we call set the features. Yes. Now, the setting the features is basically the idea of uh, making sure that the eyes are closed yep. and the mouth is closed, and that all necessary things are taken place to prevent any sort of um, prevent any sort of um, purge or anything unnatural. Any, yeah, anything, yeah. Unna- anything where because the body is still slowly um, deteriorating it and, is, yeah. and decomposing at a, yeah. at a slower rate. But there is a also lot factors. Rate, yeah. Yes, so there's a lot of factors that are still taking place, and there is a chance that there may be um, you know underlying issues. There could be gas building up. There could be fluid present. This person could have been suffering from a bad case of edema. There's all yeah. these little different things that could yeah. take place. Yeah, edema is a big thing. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. So, so we we firstly we we we're at that point now where we're ready to, um, to, to set the features. Yep. So, what would you do first, Cole? What would you do? Um, first up, uh, you clean under the eyelids. Yes. Just a little bit of cotton on a, on some tweezers. Just just clean under the eyelids. Make sure there's no gunk or anything on there. Yep. Uh, we do clean the nasal cavity out as well. Both both nasal cavities. Um, we then clean the mouth. Yep. Uh, and we also clean right down in in the mouth. Mm. We open the mouth right up. We clean the mouth. We clean the teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, if need be, um, we may even have to, depending on certain c- cases, you may have to put a bit of cotton wool in the mouth just yes. in case there is a bit of what we call purge. Yes. Um. And that's that's something else we need to go in a bit bit later on, I suppose. What what, of what purge we'll, is? Yeah, no, we'll definitely cross all these barriers <clears throat> yeah. at certain times. But we're, just, so to, just just, just to run on, off, yeah. yeah, just to run on, so, so people yeah. get an idea. Eyes, nose, mouth, clean them all out, um, and then we actually go on with the the, the what we call a, a, a suturing of the mouth. Yeah, so it's to, an actual to, closing, to close the mouth, closing yeah. of the mouth. Now there is um, several different ways that we can close the mouth. There is two prominent ways that we use to close the mouth and it is it does involve a a three-eighth curved needle and it involves a suture cord Mm. now there's two methods that are used one's called a mandible suture and the other one's called a sublingual suture yeah my i i generally sublingual for me yes and majority of the time for me it's a mandible yeah so what the process is involved and how this works is actually the idea to give a natural appearance that the mouth has been closed without the ability of seeing the suture cord. A better suture cord, yeah. yeah. So if you were to open the lips and actually look inside, you could see the, the suture cord. But from the just from standing back and looking at the person, you can't actually it, it won't do they it, won't no, you won't no. see it. So for the people who are listening Poor bears. The pole bearers or the pod bearers. I've been playing on it. I've been playing on it. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing on it. I thought, what? They're, the they're not really. Yeah. The, I don't really yeah. call them the pole bearers. No, yeah. I've been playing with so it. Maybe the pod yeah. bearers. Yeah, the pole bearers carry the casket. Yeah. The pod bearers carry the carry podcast. The podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I can understand you that. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. So going back to the actual 
closure of the mouth, there is those two options. So you've got the sublingual and you've got the mandible. The mandible yeah. So mainly the sublingual has got to do with uh, under the tongue. With yeah, the sublingual. So the, yeah. the, the, the muscle. The muscle, the, yes. Yeah. And the other one is the mandible. The bottom, it's got to do the with the jawbone. That's right. Deal yeah. with the with the actual jaw itself. As the as the as the suture cord is put placed around the mandible, yeah. that's the help it close the mouth. So yeah. they're the two main options that are that are that we use. Um, there are other options that are very invasive and a little bit old school. Very primitive. Primitive and and to be honest with you, it doesn't need to be as brutal. And yeah. They're, they're, Essentially, what they are is a needle injector. They look like a, they look like something you'd use for a pot rivet gun. It, uh, yeah, yeah, right. That's what it reminds yeah. you. I've done that. And mate, I haven't seen that used in the forty-two years I've been doing no. it. No, and pretty much what it is, it looks like it's a little. For the people listening, it looks like it's like a little, looks like a little bullet-looking thing with a, with a bit of wire wrapped around of it, and you, in, you, place one into the bottom jaw and one into the top part of the skull and then they actually twine them up together, up together yeah, yeah. to close the mouth. Very, very invasive, very yeah. old school and, we, you know, it's nothing that we like to use anymore. No, that's long no, gone. No. That was before even I worked in the industry. Yeah. Before it's, I worked in the industry. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like you'd still yeah. see some of them laying, laying around. Yeah, they're still laying around but, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one uses them. No one them. ever uses no. them, no. But um, so that uh, that does a bit of it there. Um. So, you know, from that point on, what we do, their family may provide um, some clothing. Clothing, yep. Um, we'll dress the deceased. Uh, they, if it was a lady, they, they might want their nails done. They might want some nail, nail polish. polish. Uh, yeah. We've, we've um, dyed their hair because they were in hospital for a little while, a nursing home, couldn't get it done. So we'll, we'll, we'll whack a, a rinse or a dye through the hair to – to bring it back to how the family would like it, yeah, um, it it does make a bit of a mess, of course, because of the dye. Yeah, of course, definitely. But um, uh, mate, we'll, we 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 do what the family requests. Yeah, look, we definitely. It, it's all about the family. Yeah, that's right. We definitely go try our best to make sure that the family's requests are met. Yeah, because. It is that final opportunity. It to, is to say their farewell. And it's or important. To view their mate, there, there is nothing worth more. Of course, to a definitely. family than 100%. the person that's passed away. Of course, like I, mate, I, you know, I totally understand. Yeah. You know, I totally understand what that what that would be like. Um, you want you want to make sure that that last hurrah for that for that family is one for them to remember, a pleasant one. Yeah, you know, because and at the time they're dealing with heightened emotions and things going on, and you want to be able to make sure that it's just a pleasant one for them. Yeah, as 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 pleasant as we can make it. A hundred percent. So, because grief's a big thing, yeah. You know, oh, of course they're, they're, it is. All these emotions and things like that. The problem is so, too, if you if you if if it's not up to the standard that they're expected, they're going to remember that. That's right. You know, and then that that's something that's going to be hmm. stained on them. Yeah. So, mate, quite often, yeah, we'll, we'll get a photo, a, a close up mm. photo of the person, mm. like, oh, you know, mum, grandma, whatever, always had the hair this way. Mm. Um, so we we mate, we try our best. Yeah. So you actually request a photo so but, that but of course, we can actually know, use it. We're, to try we're not and copy. hairdressers or, or, no, or, no, or, or makeup artists or anything like that. But you know, we we yeah we we definitely try we definitely try our best. Of course we do for that, and yeah. uh, we'll definitely do our best. And we've even had people come in that um, you know hairdressers, nail technicians. Yeah, yeah. We've had beauty therapists. Yep. We've had uh, the own. The family members come in themselves and yeah. actually dress themselves. They, they by want request. to do that. Yep, they want to do that themselves. So yeah, we're fine. We're, we're fine with that, mate. Yeah, but not just also by the family request, but it's also culture request too. Oh yeah, Some cultures, there are cultures. Yes, yeah, that re- actually require yeah. Yeah. them doing it themselves, yeah. and they might be they might be shrouded in special garments mm-hmm. or um, material or something like that as well. Yep. So there is those um, cultural reasons as well, yeah. and we 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 will do whatever. They request. That's correct. Yeah, there there are some that won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but we will do whatever the family or the cultural. We've actually had some crazy requests. Actually, of course we have. We've had. Jeez, oh, haven't we had some crazy requests? Ah, <laughs> uh, removal oh, of gold teeth. Gold teeth. That's oh, the most wow. common one, isn't it? Oh wow! People don't realize the gold in in, in your teeth. Isn't like pure gold. That's right. It it's it is. It has got some gold in it, mm-hmm. 
but it in reality the weight of that is worth next to nothing. Well, you can't have pure gold because no, it'd be too soft. It'd be too soft, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So Oh mate, it, it's it's yeah. There's actually been anyway. We we won't go into that detail. No, <laughs> no, that's right. I've also had requests of removal of internal gold too. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, I won't go too far into no, that. No, <laughs> there is there is a. Oh, they do it for some sort of. Um, I can't even remember what I it was. Can, no, neither can I. It was some disease or something that the person had, and they were told if this was in the in their body. Inside their body, yes. Inside their body, it would help. It was going to help. I can't remember exactly what it was, no. but it was a request by the family to actually have it Try removed. It. And oh, yeah, wow. I can't. Yeah, no. Nah, there's some. There's like like we said before. There's we'll try and fulfil a request. Yeah, as much as possible for families, but there's certain things that we just can't do. No. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. We're 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 pretty good at what we do. Yeah. Um. But. We are not, you know, the the top surgeons. Uh, we are not magicians. That's right. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things I can say, but I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. When you know, besides the going back on what we're doing before. There is certain things that you have to do to make sure that the person is presentable as well because yeah. there is circumstances where it might be tragic circumstances. It could be a car accident. It could be. A lot of things, mate. Yeah. Um, even minor decomposition. That's exactly right. So yeah. there is a lot of preparation that can take involved uh, in that as well. So before you can do any dressing, you might spend several hours doing cleaning, yes. washing down, preserving. Reconstruction. Reconstruction. Yes. You can. It could be bandaging up, suturing wounds. There is plenty of things that are involved yeah. um, as a part of that, which we will get into more detail yeah. later on down further, the track. Further but on down the track. Yeah. I firstly just wanted to make sure that we fulfilled that question that Alan asked us. Yeah. Um, uh, for, a, for, a, for a basic or a standard prepar- pre- preparation. Body preparation. Body preparation. Yeah. yeah. So essentially it would be, just to reiterate one more time, it'd be a topical sanitization of yep. the body. Wash down. Wash down. Clean, prep, yep. facial features. Yep, set facial features. Set facial features. Uh, clothes. Clothing. Um, then for women or for even men sometimes, it could be a, maybe a little bit of makeup. Yeah, just a little bit, mate. Yeah, we always run very natural. Yeah, we try to. Minimalistic. Yeah. Minimalist. And, and, and also we, we do not use um, mortuary makeup. No. We use what everyone can get from the local pharmacy. Yes. Proper beauty things because it's it's a lot more natural than than the funeral makeup that is available. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Um, so that's pretty much the basic run, and then the person is encoffined mm-hmm. and then ready for um, the funeral or for the viewing the now, presentation or the funeral. Yeah. Every every funeral that we do for a family. Are dressed and prepared yes. as if they are ready for a viewing. Everybody gets prepared for yeah. a viewing. So at any point in time, if the family requests to have the, the, the lid, lid of the taken coffin, off, yep, taken off. We've got no problem in doing that. That's exactly right. So you know, you, you want to make sure that you can give them that opportunity to do That's that right. if they yeah, want yeah. to. Yeah. So we've got no problem. Even if the funeral's finished at like the crematorium or somewhere. Which it has happened before. In it the has past. done. Yeah. It happened just recently. Yes. The family wanted to see their loved one one, one more last time, time. Yep. after the funeral. Yep. And we were able to give them that we opportunity could do that because, because we, we did do the all. right thing right from the start. That's right. Nice and professional. So we take the lid off and they're right there for a viewing. Yeah, that's exactly right. So that's pretty much the basic run, like we were saying before. That's what we wanted to yeah. to uh, clarify a bit more in depth with from the question that Alan asked. Now, we did actually have a couple of questions come in um, on an email. So thank you to the people who have been sending those in. Um, thank you for the emails that we received in regards to some questions and that. We did reach out and we've had some come through, which is fantastic. Um, so we actually had this one come through. Um now this is from a lady named Taz. Her nickname's Taz. I think it's Taz. I think it's Tazia or Tazia. I think it's Tazia. Yeah, Taz sounds good. But everyone calls me Taz. So this is the um, email. It says, uh, "I have a couple of questions to ask for the podcast. 
My first question, would you have any advice for someone who is trying to get into the industry but not having any luck? And my second question is, what's the best place piece, sorry, what is the best piece of advice you have for someone starting out fresh in the industry? Thanks heaps uh, for your podcast. It's fantastic. A shout out to Taz. Thank you very much for emailing that through to us. So the first question I have, uh, first question is, uh, would you have any advice for someone who is trying to get into the industry but not having any luck? Persevere. Persevere. That was Persevere. the first thing that I thought. Just keep trying. Yep. Um, keep, and it shows your passion for it. And enthusiasm, it shows enthusiasm. It shows a lot of stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, and also a lot of the bigger companies mm-hmm. um, usually go through a, um, a higher company. A, a, like employment. An, an employment higher company, which is wrong, I think. Uh-huh. Um, so look out for the little independents, the family-run ones. Definitely. Um, you know, you mightn't get a job straight up, but put your name down, ask and you do a bit of work experience in the funeral home. Yeah, A little private one. Yeah. Um, it might cost you a day or two of your own time just to see whether you, you, you like it or not. Yeah. Or you can accept what's going on uh, before you make that big leap. Yeah, of course. In, into the funeral industry. Yeah, yeah. The first thing is definitely try before you buy. In that oh, sense, yeah. but you got to give it. You got to give it a go and yeah. make sure that it, it is. Don't don't just go and quit your job one day and no, then go and no. try the funeral industry. Yeah. Um. Make sure you get some real first hand experience of it first, yeah. just to make sure that you are capable of doing it or that it is what you expect it to be. Because some people didn't, well, some, don't realize. No, it. no. Some people. It, sorry. Some people. It's it. It is just a, a morbid curiosity. They That's right. think. It, it, it'd be a good job to get into. Mm-hmm. But once they're there, it can be a bit confronting. Yes. And, you know, lunchtime, they go for a drive to get a sandwich and they don't come back. Yeah. Mm. And that is – It happens. It happens. It I've seen, happen. I've seen yeah, it plenty yeah. of times. Yeah. Um, and, you know, each to their own. Yeah. Um, but also, too, there might be the – you might have to do something first involved in the funeral industry to lead up to what you really want to do. Because I, the, I'd like to know what – um, Taz's um, yeah, well, idea of working in the funeral industry yeah. would be: is it the mortuary side of it? Is yeah. it the funeral side of it? What 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 are her goals? Yeah. What what has she done prior though? Yeah, that's right. You know, so uh, has she worked in nursing homes, or hospitals, or something yeah. like that, and seen other funeral directors yeah. coming and going? And yeah. so I guess for someone who hasn't, who is first starting out. Um, be open to work in anything in the funeral industry as well. So you might want to work in the mortuary, but they might only have an administration role available. Yeah. Take it. Yeah, take you it. Could take it. It's, it's just step in the door. It's one step. Once yeah. you're in, you're in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and and once you, you prove yourself as in, mm. in the industry, yeah. you're there for as long as you want to be yeah. there. Well, it was yourself that was saying that you first started out as a yard boy. I was, yeah, yeah. And then mowing, was one, mowing yards and stuff like that. And one then all of a sudden, oh, give him a hand in the mortuary just to, to get a coffin down out of the rack. Yeah. Um, and then you start doing other stuff, you know, trimming the coffins and, you know, but also you're also washing the hearses, cleaning the cars, make sure they're all presentable and stuff like that. And then you you progress from there. Yeah. It, it's a slow pro- – it is a slow process. It is. It is. a very. Yeah. It, it is. Um, but I guess the biggest piece of advice is just be persistent. Yeah, just keep trying. Yeah. And then offer it out as a as – a, um, like a traineeship, like yeah. just asking if you can have some work yeah. experience. Is it, to, is it yeah. okay if I come in for the day? Yeah, definitely. I, I don't want to get paid, you know, uh, and most funeral homes, as long as you've got a, a pair of black pants and a white yeah. shirt, whether and, it's male or female, yes, you know, you can, you can just ride shotgun in, in a hearse to do something or yeah, a transfer definitely. or something like that without actually physically doing anything, just stand back and just watch. And I, and I think that probably rolls onto the second question itself actually is because the second question is what's the best piece of advice you have for someone starting out fresh okay. in the industry yeah, so probably it, jumped the gun did i <laughs> no well that's pretty much the same it's two into one really there i mean the starting fresh out in the industry baby steps yeah baby steps baby steps don't Ma- don't don't try and learn everything at once yeah no and it, maybe it, and maybe don't get don't get caught up in it too no, much don't Just get too involved edu- in everything yeah yeah dip your feet in before you jump in. Yeah. Because it can, there's a lot to learn. There is, but it's also if you don't know what your what your emotional yeah. worth is as well, you might find you might come across something straight away and it just it might be too hard for you. 
Yeah, you got to be careful with that because people don't realise until they're actually confronted with it. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Mate, when I first started, you know, um, probably 12 months after I was there, I was confronted by something that was a bit horrific mm. and it affected me in a big way. Of course. And I had a bit of a chat to my manager at the time, Yeah, taught me through it and he said, okay, mate, so you've been in there for over 12 months. This one here, we've had a lot of things come through the mortuary. Yep. You've seen them all. Yeah. But this particular one affected you. Yes. So why did it affect you? And I explained to him what what why it affected me. Yep. Um, and he's he basically explained to me, um, okay, so just remember, it might be another twelve months before something else affects you. Yeah, of course. But pretty much though, Brian, it was confronting and even though now, after all these years, mm. I get a lot more of I've, I've heaps more more confronting than that. Oh, of course, yeah. That, but um, it could, it's just something it, about it. Was it. Just, it, yeah, straight up. I, yeah, after that, after my little chat, the, it, everything was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, no more. Um, you know, uh, mental yes. visions. No more. Yeah, yeah, and we 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 did gloss over that with the last one with the yeah, young fellow yeah, as well. Yeah, which actually leads me into another question. So, um. We actually had a question on our Instagram page from uh, Matt Hibble. And uh, Matt. Cheers, Matty. Yep, cheers, mate. Shout out to you. He asked us uh, a question for for us is, um, is there any factor of the job you are uncomfortable with? And he put an example as a body's eyes open would make him feel uncomfortable. Okay, Matt. So just so you know, when I'm doing a body preparation – as almost as soon as I've got them on on the the the, the table, we well hydraulic lifting table that we use. Yeah. Um, the first thing I normally do is um, wash and close the eyes. Yeah. Um, just for my own thing, so they're not sort of staring at you. But it it's others don't. Mm. But um, that's just my little thing. Yeah. Is there anything else that you'd be uncomfortable? Is there anything at the moment that you can think of that was uncomfortable? Not really, Brian. No. no. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I, I'm pretty, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty. Yeah, you're okay I'm, with everything? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, think, yeah. I think, look. It was just the eyes, you know, because you, you start a, to do a, some invasion, yeah. like when you're stitching the mouth yeah, and stuff yeah, like that's that. Right. Maybe a um, modesty cloth. That's probably the most thing. Oh, I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's yeah, probably yeah. the only thing that I make sure you I know, do straight away. Paper My, towel or, or a, a, um, Little face cloth across yeah, across the, the across yeah. the private areas. Private areas, yeah. just to be respectful. We of that. we do that. Sorry, we missed that bit at the start. Yeah, I know. I just jump over these it, things. It it's yeah, but that's like just part yeah. of the routine that we do. Yeah. So the, that's probably the most when they say uncomfortable. That's the thing yeah. that I would the, feel uncomfortable yeah, with the, if I didn't sorry, have a modesty yeah. cloth. The, there. the pod bearers need to realise too that because we've been this for so long, we do sometimes forget oh. about letting. Podbearers know, yeah, what we do. Oh yeah, because it's sub, we subconsciously we, we do just it. always this is the do first it. Time it is. It's, it's the first we just time, do it. Yeah, it's yeah. the first time in quite a long time we've actually described yeah, to yeah. people, yeah. described to someone what we've yeah. actually had to do. Yeah. Um Because sometimes like we'll have we'll have medical students come in, we'll have people yeah. studying the nursing, maybe even doctors, which happened on on Saturday. Yeah, yeah you had a class. Had we a, had we had doctors and nurses come through. Come through, yeah. And we'll uh, we just we'll explain to them the processes that are involved with body preparations, yep. even to the extent of embalming, preserving the deceased, yep. which we'll go over um, in a future episode where we'll discuss some embalming methods that we do to yep. preserve deceased patients. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, mate. Preserving yeah. deceased we'll, persons. Yeah, we'll start talking about the carotid, the um, the the brachial, the femorals. <laughs> yeah. the yeah. yeah, the natural autopsy, uh, the natural cases, yeah. the autopsy, autopsy cases, cases, the difference between yep. the two. Big difference, but yeah. that's uh, another day. Yeah, we'll go over that. That that's a whole that's a whole episode it itself. Is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we'll discuss, you know, uh, the embalming methods and whatnot. But um, just from a body preparation point of view, yeah. Um, yeah so we've had medical students come in, uh, nursing nursing trainees and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Go through and show them, and uh, and also too, just uh, a requirement from them when we go and do a transfer from a nursing home or something. What we the things would like that we'd to see. like, yeah, mm. yeah, hundred percent. So, um, yeah. So this is. Bear with us. This is like the first time that we've had to explain it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, record and, yeah, it. Yeah, and 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 obviously, mate, the podbearers need to to realise. Mm. Yeah, because we have been doing this for so long. We do start to. It just comes natural to us of what course. we do. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, so, so I hope that sort of answers that question for Matt as well. Yeah. Um, so that was one and other if, question. And we if had. we haven't, Matt, can you please just let us know yeah, to be a bit more us. specific or something like that, and mm. we'll try and explain things a bit more in depth. Yeah, yeah. That one, that one for me, as far as the modesty cloth would be, if there wasn't one, like it's just purely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just I'd be it. uncomfortable if yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, there. yeah. That's just one of the. Things. We just do it. Yeah. We just do it. Yeah. Um, so that's probably that question there for me. Um, so yeah, if there is anyone else that um, has some questions uh, in regards to. Um, Anything funeral related. It yeah. doesn't have to be just mortuary preparation stuff. No. It can be, it can be anything. It can be uh, dealing with funerals or. How long does it take you to wash a hearse? Yeah, oh, that's Jesus. Right. Yeah, they're the one, the one, one of the most yeah. upkept cars out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, scrubbing, so, scrubbing inside of the the mud guard so there's no dirt or dust mm. or yeah, the back of the mud flaps, the everything. You weren't you weren't a funeral home unless you had a can of Mister Sheen laying around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless you worked at Cam Smith. Yes, I've heard that. No, Mister Sheen at Cam Smith, mate. No silicon based. No silicon based products because it affects the uh, spraying of the caskets and coffins. Oh, and that's right because that's they they were their own manufacturers of coffins. Yes, yeah, yeah. Whereas these but days, most places, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Mrs. Sheen's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I can always, I could always remember walking into a trimming room and there's always a staple gun. Oh yeah, can't Mr. Sheen. Mr. Sheen, yep. <laughs> and a couple of uh, microfiber cloths somewhere. <laughs> and those pinhead nails. Oh yeah, <laughs> those the upholstery nails. Upholstery nails. Yeah, they call it upholstery nails. Yeah. But yeah, I can't remember. They're and like they're bullet. expensive as hell. I know. Yeah. Fucking hell, what's going on? Yeah. They and, know it um, too. Yeah, and we use um, we use ten per coffin. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Two on the head end of the trim, two on the foot end of the trim, and three the sides. Not many people know this, but we actually trim our own coffins. Yes, yeah. We so majority of the coffins are actually brought up just the bare, a bare shell, a bare shell. Yeah. So the the, the f- they're already polished and stuff, yes. but there's no there's no handles, there's no drapery, there's no thumb screws. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's we do it. Yeah, we like to do. That's a bit of a traditional thing on our yeah. behalf too. A lot of the funeral homes these days actually just they just the, buy them in. They buy yeah. them in. The the manufacturer has already done it for them. Yep. But that's something that we like to sort of keep to ourselves yeah. uh, because there is that sort of odd time there with a little bit of customization. Yeah, we can change want, stuff. Yeah, yeah. different. Instead colors. of silver, they want gold, gold. handles or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and we because we do that that way, we can do it. Mm. Or you know, occasionally they might want a different color trim. Yeah, yeah, instead that's of true. like a, a an ivory white or you know. Or a uh, or blue or yeah pink. yeah blue yellow pink whatever yeah. yeah yeah you can tell the difference can't you no I can't yeah <laughs> another shout out to Dino thanks Dino yeah, yeah yeah for a little little one we trimmed years ago yeah trimmed a coffin we and- both agreed on the same color but when um uh, our manager come through he goes oh didn't think we had that particular yeah, anyway <laughs> long story short it was color blind leading the color blind on that right. one on yeah, the color yeah, choice yeah. Yeah. so yeah. but yeah so they. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm not in the army, mate. Yeah, okay. Yeah, is yeah. that a fact? Did it you apply? I did. Did you really? Yep. Yeah. Passed everything? Yep. At the color, the, the colorblind test. Colorblind test. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah apparently been. these days you can get in if you're colorblind, but no. Not, really? Yeah. <clears throat> not back in 1980, you couldn't. So I didn't know you actually applied no. for it. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Just Passed the tests. Yeah. For like, just for the army itself? Like, do the army stuff? Is that what you want yeah, to do? Yeah, and I was uh, as a mechanic in the army. Oh, mechanic. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, failed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, that. passed, but failed. Yeah, 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 right. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but yeah. I I actually have a pretty interesting one um, that I want to bring up as well. I had a mate of mine, shout out to Ryan Borsman, um, who sent me through a message on Messenger. And it was in regards to a, a podcast by the Two Flogs. It's called Two Flogs Podcast. And they were discussing on this particular episode um, for people who are listening to this podcast. It was on episode 24 of the Two Flogs podcast and it's called Gibbos Gets Fingered. <laughs> but that's that's just the name. But they were talking okay. about – talking about must have been talking about events or something that took place within that time. Yep. This was back – wasn't that long ago, actually. Uh, they talked about a, a, a lady who 
died and they're having a wake. It was overseas. I can't remember where it was, but it was one of those countries where they have the wake before the funeral. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, the old days, a wake was yeah. was always prior to the funeral just in case they woke up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's what Which it, is why it's called a wake. That's why it's called a wake. Yeah. So they, that's what, for people who yeah. don't know that. Make noise and the person mm. wakes up. Make noise and put, yeah. And um, it'd been a week. Supposedly it'd been about oh, wow. a week since the person had passed away. Yep. Supposedly. And they're at the wake. And next minute they hear a knock. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And they made a knock on the on yeah. the coffin. That'd be pretty freaky. And they opened up and here's this lady alive. Oh, wow. In the coffin. Turns out she ended up dying a week later anyway. Okay. I don't know if it was because of the complications that were supposedly killed her in the first place. Then it ended up killing her a week later. Again, yeah, yeah. But like the, I mean, the thing the- that got me was I was like, if it was a funeral home like ours, yeah. like an Australian funeral home, there would have been some sort of invasive devo- some sort of invasive procedure yeah, making like setting yeah. features away. As soon as you made an incision, you would be bleeding. Yeah, you would. So yeah. you know, like, and then the whole time in the cool room. Yeah, and and I mean, body for, preparation for, for a week or however long they're in the cold room. Yeah. They're, they're sitting at four degrees. Well, yeah. ours is set at four degrees. Yeah. Um. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it dumbfounded me too because yeah. I was like, did they not do any preparation at all? And maybe they just placed her straight in the coffin and maybe they did it, the wake straight it, away. It I sort of sounds like it, it, doesn't it? It, yeah. it sounds like it was almost like it was just done straight yeah, away. passed away, straight in the box. Come straight, go. Yeah. let's go to the wake. Let's go to the wake. Make sure she's... Wow. Yeah, crazy. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I was... And that's what I said to me, mate. I was like, you know, that's crazy to think that there was no invasive no. procedure made or there was no... Um, declaring the life extinct, like there's a natural process when you go to any any person that's passed away, you usually have someone declare life extinct. Yeah, so yeah. they'll actually do a minimum checking of pulse, yeah. uh, pupils. Uh, pupils. Um, they normally do a little bit of a what they call a prick test. Yeah, like scratch the bottom of the foot or yeah. something like that. To, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So they've uh, had responses. someone yeah. someone that has the right to verify that this yeah. person's life is extinct. Yeah. Usually. So I think here it's a, a registered nurse. Registered nurse, an ambulance uh, officer. Ambulance officer, a doctor. Yes. Or in a severe case, a police officer can yeah, do it. In extreme but cases. In only, only if it's um, an obvious death. Yeah, obvious, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so that was actually really intriguing to me. So for yeah, yeah. so for the people who actually want to um, listen to what we were discussing, um, it was on the – the Two Flogs podcast, episode 24, Gibbos gets fingered. Um, it was about the 35-minute mark in. you think that we'd have those sort of safeguards in place here in, in Australia, but it seems to have happened some some places too here, around here, hasn't it? Yeah, You're it saying, has. Yeah, yeah with Perth. It, uh, apparently it happened in Perth. Where, West Australia. Um, yeah, the uh, person passed away. They thought the person passed away in a hospital, I think it was, taken down to the um, mortuary and, yeah, she wasn't quite – Ready yet? Yeah, I, there's mate all throughout time. There's always stories and stuff like that. Of um, yeah, um, there was also back in the old days. Every cemetery had a um, a night watchman. Ah, oh, that's right. They were talking about Remember that, that too. Yes, yep. and they'd have a um, the person would have a hole drilled in the top of the coffin. They were buried. There was a little uh, a bit of string wrapped around the person's fingers or whatever. The string went up through the ground. And there's a little bell on top of the ground. That's so right. it was it was the night watchman. I can't remember the, the the exact term of what he was called. Yes, but um, his role was to walk around the cemetery listening for little bells to be rung. Yeah, because there was actually they were talking about that too, and that yeah. that sparked my memory. And I think it was had, part of the uh, when the plague was big. Yeah, but there was yeah. also they actually had an invention there where um, it. The bell was guarded by the wind and the natural elements, so yeah, that yeah. The, so, so it wouldn't. It, it'd have to it, come only, from the string. Yeah, the only way it'd ring if the string was pulled. Yeah, going back on that note that we were talking about, I just did a quick Google. It was yep. in Western Australia. Yeah. It says a Western Australian doctor claims a 55 year old man was still alive when he was placed inside a body bag. Yeah, a palliative care patient was allegedly moved from a ward at Rockingham, not Rock- <laughs> Rockingham, not Rockhampton. No, nah. no, from Rockingham. General Hospital, south of Perth, to the morgue before he died. So that was actually – oh, there you go. That was only – they're saying that was October last year. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. No. Just 
So the doctor was called to uh, called in to certify his death. Right. A day later, claims oh, wow. he was asked to cover up the devastating mistake. Ooh. Now, why would a doctor be called in a day after the no, claim the person passed no. away? It has to be declared made in the bed. Yeah. Or where the person well, no. passed away. But even then, why wouldn't they have someone claim that the person passed away at that point in time? Like a registered nurse or someone claim a life extinct form. That's a big fuck up on their behalf. It is a big it? fuck up. Yeah. Well and truly. I mean, wow. maybe, you know, if, if something had been done straight away, they might have been able to save this poor person. It says here, complaint sent to the state coroner's first reported. Um, uh, I won't say his name. Uh, was pronounced dead by nurses on the ward on September 5th. So he actually was okay, pronounced so dead by... The nurses pronounced yeah. dead. A few hours later, his body was transferred to the morgue and placed yep. in a body bag, despite no doctor reportedly being called to certify his death. Wow. Mate, I, I know myself, when I've had mm. some life extincts done, um, they'll put the stethoscope on the on the chest mm-hmm. and they'll listen for, or, you know, for probably half a minute. Mm-hmm. But then I've also done other where I've actually taken them to, to the base hospital. Sure. <clears throat> and we've had um, doctors come out from, you know, African countries. Yeah. Uh, Asian countries, whatever. Yeah, so foreign countries. Foreign countries. Yeah. And they will leave that stethoscope on the chest for over a minute. Yeah. Because your heart sometimes can beat once every 30 to 45 seconds mm. and still be alive. Yeah, that's uh, that's – that's just being thorough on their behalf. So that's that's fantastic. Yeah, because yeah. it's happened over in those countries. Yeah, a fair bit. Yeah, no, especially they like certain certain substances. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. So after unzipping the body bag, he discovered that uh, this person's eyes were open. There was fresh blood from a cut on his arm, yeah. and the other arm over their shoulder. I believe the frank blood from a new skin tear, arm position and eye signs were inconsistent with a person who was post-mortem on arrival at the morgue, the doctor wrote, according to the business news report. Okay, so he might have been placed in there and as he'd been moved around, he might have had skin tear. Yeah, that's – well, yeah, I mean, that that does happen too. Yeah. But, I mean – You know, skin thinned out and – yeah. Maybe it was, wasn't coagulated or something mm. like that. Maybe it was fresh. I don't know. Who knows? Once the patient has died, then the heart has stopped. So there's no there's more, no more circulation. The blood is not oxygen, oxygenated anymore. Yeah. So maybe it was oxygenated. Oh, my fucking pronunciation is terrible at the moment. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was, maybe it was really red. But still could have been, mm. you know. So if a deceased person was to get cut then you wouldn't expect some bleeding or red blood. Now, I disagree with that a little bit. Yeah, so do I. Because I know for a fact that I've seen that. Yep, drainage. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Mate, I've done the, Pressure, I've done, I've done gravity. the suture. Yeah, gravity. If there's a suture. If there's a, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the mouth suture. And I've had a little bit of blood come out of the chin. Yeah. And I started, oh, yeah. shit. Well, you can, well, you know, if someone's got a cut deep enough and it's still hit yeah. a capillary or an artery... Gravity, gravity, pressure, pressure, contact pressure. Yep, yep, yep. That can that can. It'll still just push that little bit of blood out. It'll push yeah. it out. Yeah. It was then that the doctor was allegedly asked by the hospital officials to backdate the death certificate to match the time the nurses determined the death. He refused to notify his head of department, accusing authorities of trying to cover up the incident. He's now quit. The coroner's court has since confirmed an investigation is underway to determine if the death is a reportable death. Blah 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 blah. Jeez Louise. Well, maybe the death's not reportable, but the um, the, the uh, circumstances are. Yeah, yeah well, uh, yeah. also the um, professional, uh, the, the ethical yeah, standards. Ethical standards, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's got to be accountable. Yeah. I makes you just wonder if, and they said nurses, so I'm, I don't know if that's just one, they've had one nurse go through or well, several. I do know a couple of places here in Rocky, mate, they, mm. um, they have two nurses. Do they? To declare life extinct. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, it's better, to be, it's better to be safe than sorry. Oh, to be sure, to be sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah look at you. I don't, I'm sort of half Irish heritage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always to be sure, to be sure. <laughs> to be sure, to be sure. Um, wow, that's interesting, hey? Yeah. Yeah, that's good just to clarify that. I didn't want to throw out some random accusations. Um, yeah, so that's uh, so that's pretty much what we have today for as far as um, some general questions about the fuel industry. Um we do definitely encourage you to, to come forward and send us a message or yeah, more questions. Yeah, hit us up with more questions. Love, love the questions. Yeah, and we'll just make these random podcasts. Yep. Um, this one's a, a quick one that we just sort of put together. It's going to be an audio only one, really. Yep. We've um, 
We haven't got Alan with us this time. As I said before, <laughs> mate, I've got a face for a radio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can I can I can verify that. Yeah, right. Eh? <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> Kidding. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so keep keep um keep sending us through those text messages. Thanks again to everyone who's been supporting us and sending out those messages of love and everything like yep. that. It's been fantastic. Yeah. It's been great. And it yeah. gives us a little bit – it breaks up our week for it us. It does too, yeah. yeah. It gives us something excited to Chill talk about. Bit, you know, having a beer and a whatever. Yeah, yeah, bloody um, So shout out to Alan for his questions again. We've tried yep. to answer that. And Taz. Taz and, and also Matty. Matt. Yeah, yeah now, oh, sorry, Matt. Sorry. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, Matt, yeah, Matty, Matty, Matty. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he won't mind. Yeah, you're part of the – Family now, mate. <laughs> so that's Maddie. Podbearer. Podbearer. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So no, that's uh, that's pretty much all we have for today. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely touch base uh, with some of those questions once they come through. Also, I'd like to just give a little shout out too to me uh, to me uh, mate Rachel Rachel Orth um, who put together some of these um, awesome cookies. Uh, Dead ass podcast. Dead ass podcast cookies. cookies. Yeah. Bloody awesome. I've actually had some done for some of the other businesses that I got and uh, they're absolutely delicious. So she decided to do a little a little prize a little surprise pack for me. Uh, so massive shout out to her. Thank you for those. They're awesome. Um, so for everyone who uh, needs some uh, cookies made up for their business, cookies or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sugars.thecookie. <laughs> they're available on Facebook, Instagram. I, I, you I can, can vouch. You can vouch yep. for it. Vouch for them. Yep. Everyone that I've actually gone around and given yep. these to, they've absolutely loved them. Yep. So uh, shout out to her for that. So thank you. Um, now, I'm actually not going to have a shot at a Don Julio tonight. No, we don't do this during the, no. the morning show. Well, not normally. There's only with Steph, mate, you had the shot of the Don Julio. Yeah, yeah, because I, I got – I Sorry, got told Don a pussy. Julio. Don Julio. Don Julio. And I got asked – and I got told I was a pussy because I couldn't handle it. Yep. So – no, nah, well, I might give that one a break. This time. Uh, so yeah, so just so people know, yeah, I I am having a beer. Yeah, you are. Which is my drink of choice. Mm-hmm. And um, please don't hold it against me. No, I won't. <laughs> I'll feed it to you. Yeah. <laughs> now, nah, well, thank you very much once again, guys and peeps and all the ladies out there and dudes, yep. dudettes, whatever. Dudettes, dudes, dudettes. <laughs> nah, thanks to everyone. Um, Thanks to everyone who um, has been giving us the support and love and uh, we'll be in touch. Catch up again soon for the next episode. Uh, we have got some guests coming on uh, shortly, so keep an eye out for those, the socials, and uh, we'll catch up soon. All right, cheers. Thanks, Carl. Thanks no for jumping worries. on, mate. No and we'll worries, have man. you on again soon, brother. That sounds good, mate. Awesome. Cheers. Catch cheers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.